Hello, I'm Joshua. And I'm Leah. And we would like to thank you for listening to the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. A preparedness resource for the complete beginner. We are here to help you on your preparedness journey without the paranoia, fear, and doomsday often associated with preparedness. If you find our podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a comment letting us know. And now, on On to to the the show. show. That's your deal. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Reasonably Prepared. As always, I am Joshua. And a couple of quick formalities. I do want to let you know that if you'd like what we do here, you want to support the channel, we always have the option of going to Patreon. We have uh, the $3 tier on Patreon right now that we're starting with. We'll add some more tiers later. But for now, uh, to give us the margin to buy this gear and hire editors and do gear reviews and be able to travel and give you the best content possible. Or if you're just an awesome person and you're like, hey, I want to uh, I want to. I want to get involved in what the reason to be prepared guys are doing. I like what they're doing. I want to support them. Uh, you can go to Patreon. So Patreon, uh, re- it's Patreon. I think it's reasonable is what the thing is. But you just look up reason to prepare on Patreon, uh, and it will take you there. And then the second way is merch. For sure, merch. Merch. Reason to be prepared. Merch. Uh, right some now, great hoodies, dude. Super. Yeah. Those hoodies are awesome. So hoodies, uh, t-shirts. We will be. We will. I've been asked several times. We need um, hats and mugs. Is what I'm being asked for. I'm a big hat guy. You're a hat dude. Oh man, love hats. Man, so I'm being asked for hats and mugs. Um, but we do have zip-up hoodies, pullover hoodies, and T-shirts, both long-sleeve and uh, short-sleeve T-shirts that are, have our logo on them. Uh, have the prepared does not equal paranoid logo. You can definitely go check those out. Uh, and what else? How, I can't remember. Um, another way to support the channel is oh, just go watch YouTube. Boom, watch YouTube. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, you know, comment all Absolutely. the all the YouTube formalities and podcast formalities. Uh, just know that uh, some of the links in the description below's are affiliate links, and they help the channel out, all that kind of stuff. Uh, all the legal, crazy advertising formalities that we have, just to get those out of the way. This is reason prepared, and welcome and thank you for listening. And you may hear another person's voice. Hey, other person, who are you? Hey, what's up? This is Isaiah. Isaiah, what are you doing here? Oh, man. I just wanted to come by and say, hey. Dude, hey. 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 <laughs> hey. So, dude, so um, we've, we, uh, I've had you on the podcast before, obviously, yep. when we we're talking about your preparedness journey. Right. And part of your preparedness journey um, was uh, pretty astronomical. So I, I know a couple of people who have done amazing things with their physical fitness. Right. One being Josh... Canalora, have you looked up at Josh Canalora stuff? Absolutely, absolutely. On and Instagram, met him in Reading when he was a pastor of the church, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm going to put his link in the description here on YouTube, and I'm going to try to do it on the podcast. But Josh Canalora, some people call him Uncle Joshy. He's uh, he's fully involved with a company called First Form. They're awesome, but he went from being damn near 400 pounds. We'll just say to way less. I I don't know. I think he's like 230 or something like that. He lost an amazing amount of weight. Okay. And he, 
he's super inspirational. Uh, once again, I'm going to put his link in the description. He was a massive motivator for me to lose some weight. But one of the another reason why I wanted to bring my buddy Isaiah on is because I have known Isaiah. If you haven't heard our podcast already of Isaiah's journey and how long I've known him, um, I'll put the link in the description below. Go back and reference that on YouTube. It's pretty or, great. Yeah, go back in the feed and check it out. <laughs> it, you're like, hey, it's an awesome podcast because... <laughs> Quite frankly. Hey, you know, you got the star on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go back and reference that one on uh, Isaiah's preparedness journey. I've known Isaiah for a long time. Um, and not to be disrespectful in any capacity, but, um, you know, I Isaiah was a big dude. Right, right. Big dude. Big dude. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, got even bigger. Yeah, big dude. Yeah, big dude. I, and once again, like my Josh Canelora, my friend. And actually, I'm even overweight now. I when I did 75 hard, I I lost a considerable amount of weight, like 35 pounds. And now I'm back on weight loss journey and watching what I eat. And but what I wanted to go over was number one. We went over Isaiah's preparedness journey, kind of some of the beginnings and the reasons and the origins of it. But he took his personal physical fitness very seriously didn't you You're absolutely to, like super serious right right um lee my, my son his his name is liam his martial arts teacher professor what are they called um like not sensei it was called i can't remember what it's called uh, in taekwondo super great dude uh, mr tj and you know we were in a conversation at one point and he said hey look really strong people are are hard to take down strong people are hard to kill and strong people. So if you can get yourself physically fit, which is going to be the topic of today's episode, and that is going to be the idea that gets overlooked in a tremendous amount in the prepper, in the prepper universe, and that is literally your physical body. Right. We talk a lot in big games about food storage. I mean, let's, let's go on the prepper stereotypes, bro. Food storage and weapons. What else? Uh, you got... Um <laughs> okay we'll try that again we got food storage and water Correct. storage we got Absolutely. medical those are the three right. that i harp on we got uh like even owning guns right right uh survivalist stuff yep medical equipment medical equipment you know first aid first aid yep um you know i was talking about like say being self-reliance even some of the hippie uh you know homesteading style stuff right. like seed storage and, uh, and seed storage um you guys got really heavy into like raising your own rabbits rabbit. and Meat rabbits and chickens chickens uh there's you know alternative communications like ham radios and yeah and we don't yeah. you know exactly ham radios and we talk about alternative energy sources right. and there's you know what? It seems like there's an infinite number of gadgets we can talk about and things we can talk about. And I'm going to just say it. I'm going to kick in the front door here on opinions and be polarizing and say um, preppers do not talk about physical fitness enough. I agree. And at all. Yeah. At all. Mental and physical and spiritual. Yeah. I heard a great saying one time. It's like, what's the good if you are prepping for an end of the world situation and someone is attacking your family, but you don't have the physical ability to do anything about it. Right. You may have all the preps, all the ammo, all the guns, but right. you don't have the physical ability right. to do anything about it. Right. And if you want to go back, Leah and I, my wife, um, and when in, in an earlier episode, we spoke about um, uh, mental, spiritual, and physical preparedness, right, and why it's important. But today we want to break down specifically physical. 
right? Yep. The physical working of your body preparedness and just why it's so important. And I'm going to say it's part of the foundation of preparedness is Absolutely. what is your body physically capable of? Right. Right. Because I was close to 350 pounds. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got married, put on that happy weight. Yeah. Well, even a long time ago when we yep. met, you know, I was tiny because I was just some skinny little Mick, right? Little Irishman. Um, but we were in bands and all that kind of stuff. But right. you were still like a big dude, right? right? A hefty dude. I was always in the 200s. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I my weight spiraled out of control. And one day I woke up and said, you know what? I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of this. You're done. And um, I'm tired of it controlling me. And it's now my time to take control of it. Right. You know, right. So, um, all I really did was calorie deficit. I worked out, I started working out two times a week and just increased it. And, um, over time, uh, got into supplements. Right. And <laughs> lo and behold, about a year later, I was about a hundred pounds lighter, bro. So let's, let's unpack that for anyone listening right now who believes that I, 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 I've been in this position before where I can't do it and I'm unable to do it or my lifestyle's been, you know, out of control for so long and I've gotten so overweight and so lazy and so apathetic that I'm unable to do anything. I want to say that there are simple, actionable steps, very simple, Absolutely. very small. You know, there's a book written. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but the basic premise, I wish I could remember. I don't have my computer in front of me, um, but the basic premise. Oh, Atomic Habits is what it's called, Atomic Habits. And the basic premise of the book is if you start out with teeny tiny habits and just do those consistently, you know, over time they become very large right. um, payoffs right. You know, for you. Like fast food. It's the same thing. Right. So just take fast food out. Yeah. We'll start there, you know. Well, 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 let's do let's do the let's reverse engineer that. Mm -hmm. Eating some amount of fast food or some amount of junk food every day for ten years is going to put you in the place you are now. Correct. If you reverse engineer that, yep, then you're going to say, okay, well, then I'm going to start removing that. You don't have to do it all at one. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to um, bring up once again Josh Cantalora. Josh Cantalora is a first form. Uh, endorsed athlete. First Form is a supplements company and a, uh, a health and wellness and nutrition company that is amazing. Okay, they're super duper amazing. Their customer service is amazing, but their their sole purpose is to help people get results. And the CEO of this company has invented a, a program, or not a program. It's like a challenge called the Seventy Five Hard Challenge. Now, I'm not here to endorse Seventy Five Hard, although I've done it. But I want you to do your own homework on it. But because I've done Seventy Five Hard, I can say if you do actionable things every day and put your mind to the test you can actually accomplish more than you believe you can okay just showing up just showing up he says intentionality trumps intensity right right so let's go over for your physical wellness or for your physical fitness let's say you are like me where you like to watch some tv and you like to drink some beer and you like to eat some junk food and you're not super duper active but maybe you once were you know there was a when we lived down in on our property in oak run mm -hmm. i was way more physically fit because i was doing things that purposefully had to work my body out working right. my property but when we moved into the city in a suburban suburban area we kind of just i just kind of became a suburban dad watch some tv 
drink oh, some yeah. beer, eat some good food, hang around, mow the lawn once a week, and quite frankly, wasn't enough. No, at all. Yeah, at all. Wasn't enough. But, but that being said, just like you said, small actionable steps lead to big results. Absolutely. And it wasn't that I went on a 1200 calorie diet. Right. I didn't work out every day for three hours. Killing yourself. Killing like, myself. Like a New Year's resolution style. Right, because really all you're going to do is just burn out. Right. You know, so right. uh, if you take the small steps, like let's shave my calories down by 100, 100 calories. Right. You know, right. Let's start there. So, yeah, let's go back to the statement. Intentionality for anyone listening trumps intensity. Mm. Okay. So just be, let, let's say those of us who do the New Year's resolution thing and we're like, okay, I'm only going to eat 1500 calories uh, a day and work out, you know, three days or three times a day or some crazy thing. Right. right. I mean, gyms are the most popular thing from January to February. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, um, but doing some training with first form, um, they make the, the very incredible statement that the greatest meal plan or the greatest diet, if you will, or the greatest, um, I'm trying to see, remember how they worded it. Um, you know, it's the greatest, you know, dietary meal plan is one someone will actually adhere to. Mm. That's the best one. Yep. Right. So you've got like keto, you got Atkins, you got paleo, you've got juice diets, you've got like these extreme things that people do these mood swings on. And I've done a lot of them. Oh, for sure. Myself included, yeah. myself included. But the one that's the most effective is the one that you will show up for and do every day long term. Right. That's actually and the one that's most effective. I've talked to a lot of people who said, Isaiah, you look great. What did you do? You know? Do no, 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 no. I'm interrupting you. But remember, so Isaiah and I, hadn't, we hadn't seen each other in many years. Many years. And I was living in Idaho and you were down here in Texas. Yep. And you showed up at the airport in Idaho and I was shocked. You remember? <laughs> I do. I do. You had lost 100 pounds nearly. 100 pounds. And um, I, I don't, you were like, what? <laughs> No, seriously. Seriously. Because yeah. you've always been such a big, yeah. and it's not disrespectful, but yeah. big, heavy, hefty person, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. But um, yeah, what I did is I stuck, to, I found a plan that worked for me and I stuck to it. Right. And I found out that people talking to me saying, hey, what did you do, you know, to lose so much weight? Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, I did what was good for me. Right. And um, I found something that works. Yeah. Something that I can feel happy about and just do every day right and that's the most important point uh, important point is to show up every day and do whatever it is you implement i need carbs you need carbs i need carbs you, you like I, I just can't eat you know eggs cheese and and meat so i did very close to a um uh not atkins but what's the the Higher fat, high protein, um, keto, keto. I did very close to a keto and, and Josh Cantalora was really good at me and like, bro, I am not about these extreme diets. You know, he's like, look, what's your weight? What's your target weight? What's your weight now? What's your target weight? Let's do this much protein. Carbs and fats don't matter. Eat what you want. Just keep it under this calorie count. Yeah. So simple. You know, for me here, it was this, I want to be 165. I'm 215. This is what it was for me at the time. And he said, all right, I want, you to, I want you to hit 165 grams of protein. Carbs and fats don't matter. Don't go over, I think it was 2,200 calories in a day. 
boom, done. Simple. Done. Number one, that like that number one as far as like so I get a calorie cap, which isn't unreasonable. I mean, even the the USDA or whatever it is diet is two thousand calorie diet, right? Right. But for my size and weight and everything, he was like, look, let's just make this simple. Twenty two hundred calories in a day, which is still an, a lot of food. It's a lot of food. I was never really hungry. No. Whenever uh-uh. I was losing weight, and it it blew my mind. Yeah. Um, but I did what was good for me, and um. I was not even counting calories. It was mostly macros. So yeah. checking in my uh, protein, fat, right. and all that. Um, but I found something that works for me, and it was great. Right, right. And in recent, so I did 75 hard myself, lost 35 pounds. I gained 25 of it back. And now um, using even some of the first form products so I can hit my micronutrients really, really well with some of the supplements they have, um, but then hit my protein intake and very minimal amounts of, I mean, minimal amounts of working out. And by minimal, I mean, we'll go over that here in a second, but minimal amounts of working out and just making sure my caloric intake um, is reasonable to my energy level output. Uh, in the last 10 days, what what's the date right now? We're, we're in 2021. 21st. Yeah, March 21st. Yep. Um, so just for the last couple of weeks, getting back on my physical fitness, I've lost like six pounds. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Good job losing 100. Thanks. Right? Um, But with minimal amounts of work, if you're willing to put in the hard work, I can guarantee you that you see massive, fast results. And here are the results as it applies to preparedness. Okay? And we'll go over some of the things you can do. But here are the results, and here's the why. I just want to unpack the why real quick before we move into what you can do. Sounds good. Once again, strong people are hard to take down. If you are taking serious in any level, whether it be 1% to 100%, your own life, your own preparedness, um, taking responsibility for taking care of your family, whether you're a mom or a dad, doesn't matter. Um, the, the healthier your body is, the easier it is to do that. Definitely. Period. Yep. I don't think that's arguable, right? Right. And if you're in the tension right now of... Even in the back of your mind, right here in the back, the base of your skull in the back of your mind, thinking, I could be doing more, I should be doing more. But you see, like, say, pro athletes, or you see the marathon runners, or you see the people who have gone for 300 pounds, but now they look like shredded, crazy people. Or you see all the crazy ads on Instagram and Facebook of V Shred and the get your body like the movie star and stuff like that. And you realize that ain't Athlete X. That's not even possible yeah. for me. Right. Yeah. The truth is, you're probably right. To go from dumpy, overweight couch potato to shredded 3% to 10% body fat, you're right, is a far stretch. I'm going to say it, you're right. Yep. But it's not necessary. Nope. It's not necessary. Right. We're trying to get ourselves to the position where um, we can walk a mile and not be winded. We can walk up and down the stairs and not be winded. When we can carry things appropriately, when we can, our bodies are physically strong enough, not so that we're this lean, mean, you know, look like Wolverine. That's right. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. In his prime. Right. That's not the point. Uh, The Calvin Klein models that have like 4% body fat. We're not talking about that. What we're talking about is functional, real-time, Taking care of yourself and your family, fitness. You can do some sit-ups. If you need to carry some weight from point A to point B, you can. If you need to put stuff on your pack and hike your family out. If you need to hunt. So I, I hunt a lot, right? I took you hunting yep. 
uh, not long ago. Nope. And you and me and my oldest son, we went hunting. We we downed three pigs. How heavy were those pigs? Oh man, two hundred pounds. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. And because we were physically capable, we were able to throw them in the back of my truck and then process that meat. Right. right. Um, juxtapose that with not a week later, I went out with my middle son. Now this is not because he's physically unfit; it's because he was so young and he weighs you know, 80 pounds soaking wet. Um, but we, I shot a, every bit of 250 pound hog and it took, I, I it was so difficult for him and I to get that into the back of my truck. Mm. Right. Yep. Um, and that's because physically he was in, and of course he's young. I'm not saying that right. he doesn't work out or anything, but even myself included, um, 250 pounds of dead weight was very difficult to get weight. into the back of the truck. Right yeah. now, imagine, um, you're in a, I don't know, a situation where there's a flood or somebody's hurt and you need to carry a neighbor out. I'm bring, we're bringing all of this up to say that if you're willing to put in some amount of work on your physical body, it will pay off in dividends on a few different key points. And here, here's one of the key points. Number one, you're able to help people if they're in need. Absolutely. Whether there's flood or yep. hurricane or, you know, there was the ice storm came through Texas and there was a neighbor of ours. She was a widow. And some of my friends went out, all went down to chop down this massive tree that fell in her front yard. Well, if you're not physically capable of doing that, then you can't physically help other people. Correct. Right. Um, number one. Number two, being around for your family. Let's get real practical here. Let's kick in the front door. Absolutely. And that's one motivator I had was being around for your family. Yep. Being around, being, making sure I was here to be protector. You know what? Wrestling with your kids. Absolutely. Wrestling around my kids, being able to match some of my kids energy when they're playing football or when they want to hang out with dad, or like you said, in an elevated situation where if someone breaks into my home, look, I'm going to be straight up. Uh, recently my wife asked me cause we had a slew of breaking break-ins and she said, Honey, I love you. And I know in your mind you're super tenacious. But at 45 years old, if someone breaks into our house and they try to attack me, do you think physically you're capable of doing anything about it? Mm. That was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Because if you're a couch potato, you can fantasize all you want that I own guns. And you can I'm fantasize good. all you want that like uh, I know how to Spartan kick somebody or I've watched UFC. <laughs> Or any of those things. But if you've never actually physically practiced them or physically put your body through uh, strenuous situations, then I'm just going to, I'm not being honest with you or being or with the listener. I'm being honest with myself. Right. That no, to be honest, I probably would, would find it a challenge to defend my family well. Yeah. And that was a super duper eye opener to, for my, to get my 45 year old old man dad bod into shape well i was having a lot of medical scares and it wasn't even problems you were yeah i didn't know this i had a heart um uh, murmur and um that was it it there was nothing that they could do about it you know but it really got me motivated yeah you know and saying well what if it could have been something more worse and so um what i started doing was i took a salad for lunch boom that was it. That's all I started doing was I took a salad to lunch, still ate breakfast the same way, still ate dinner the same way, but, um, I worked oh, into it. So you changed one meal. I changed one meal. 
And instead of that going, was your starting point, right? Instead of going to doing fast food for lunch or doing uh, heavy leftovers from the night before, I just made a salad, one meal, one meal. And, um, what I found out was, is that I saw progress Mm -hmm. and that was my big motivator was progress. And I've tried to lose weight before. And if you don't see the results quick enough, Mm -hmm. you lose interest, right? You You do. I'm going to liken this to, um, so a lot of people I'm sure who were, okay, let me, let me say this to you before I go into this. Uh, this is not about preaching at you. Or anyone, a listener, and demeaning anyone or saying, I told you so, or pointing a finger. Isaiah and I are both on a, I'm in the middle of this journey, right? And I ebb and flow and I, you know, I stumble sometimes through it and I'm, and and I'm back on it. This is some, this is something we're in the middle of making a journey on. It's not like we've got it 100% figured out and we know 100% we're talking about and everyone should be doing what we say. Um, I want to give everybody who even comes across this on the internet to say, I understand because quite frankly, pizza is delicious. Um, Reese's pieces. I'm going to have, I have one right here are delicious. Fajitas. Fajitas. Oh man. Fajitas. You love fajitas, I right? Do. I do. Beer is delicious. Beer is great. Hanging out, watching TV is yep. a lot of fun in movies with my family. Okay. So we're not saying that like you're a piece of crap because you do these or you're, John, or, you know, or we're better than you are. No, we're in the middle of this journey. And the reason we want to bring it up is to give encouragement, you know, to people to say, hey, you know what? They're actually, um, there is a higher calling and a higher purpose to live for. And, and it's actually not as, I, look, being physically fit and healthy is hard work. It is. I'm going to say that it is. Yep. But I will also say it's not as difficult. It's not as difficult as you think it is. And it's, I don't know, there's a statement that it's simple, but not easy. Right. I thought it was super complicated. It's not complicated. I, I made it harder in my mind than it actually was. It's not complicated. It's not complicated. And once I boiled down to eat less calories, mm-hmm. do some physical activity. Mm-hmm you're going to lose weight. Right. And when I started doing that, like at first it was difficult. I'm going to, I'm going to say at first it's challenging. You got to get over a couple of mental hurdles at first. Right. Uh, you got to get over what you're capable of. You got to get over the, the week or two of like, um, uncomfortable eating habits and working out habits. But I'll say this, the payoff on the other side of getting started is amazing. Definitely. When you see the weight come off, when you see your physical body change, when you're physically more, uh, when you're physically uh, stronger, when you can, I'm going to say when you can pass a football with your kids, things become funner, right? Like funner. That's not even a word, but we use it all the time. <laughs> it's, it's way more fun. Absolutely. You know, I was able to race my son. He said, dad, let's take a race around the house. All right, let's go. And I actually beat him. <laughs> but everybody's laughing and having a good time. Yep, absolutely. It, it, it the point being, it's super duper worth it. Okay, definitely, it's super worth it. So, so let's go back to some of the actionable things. So number one, if you're in a place where we are, where we're in the middle of the journey, you're at the beginning of the journey because everything I want to give you should be actionable and real and not theoretical. Um, once again, show up, be intentional because intentionality trumps intensity, and do something. Doing something is better than doing nothing, no matter how small. Uh, 1% better every day is awesome. And a salad a day instead of a cheeseburger a day difference. Yep. 
yields massive results over time. The point is over time. Over time. Yeah, whether that be one week to to four weeks to ten weeks over time. Right. Okay. And um, I really didn't see results for a little bit, you know, but I showed up. You showed up. I, I just showed up. Right. And um, I was ready. That's another thing. Mindset. Mindset. Your mindset has to be there. And I was ready. And... I wasn't really looking at the scale too much. Right. And I was just showing up, eating one, eating salad for lunch and working out two times a week. Yeah. That would be another um, pitfall I fell into was looking at the scale too much. Yeah. I'd say once a week, once every two weeks, check the scale, but the scale doesn't tell the whole story. Correct. And, and here's why. Because when I was, I was working with 75 hard, I was working out twice a day and um, in various forms. And what happens is my body started producing muscle, which weighs more than fat. And I started getting angry at the scale. And that's another reason why Ken Laura was like, bro, 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 stop looking at that scale. Stop. Absolutely. Okay. The, I was on it. Uh, I wanted to be on it every day. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't tell the whole story. No, it doesn't. You ebb and flow, you know, whether depending on how hydrated you are and things like that. Yep. So that's it. Let's give. So well, number one, change a meal a day. Yeah. Change a meal a day. Just That's number one. One meal. Yeah. You know, and uh, there was times that I didn't eat a salad mm-hmm. and ate fast food and I felt bad about it, you know, but I moved forward and said, you know what? I won't let that de- define me. And the next day I, I came to work with a salad. When you wake up in the morning, please realize tomorrow's the next day is a new day. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't feel hard on yourself no. just because you've stumbled. Right. This Or it, don't even call it stumble. It's just um, I, I'm with you on it. You, you, we might in our minds call it stumbling or things yeah. like that. But the, the, the reality is um, every day is a new day. And this whole black or white, either I'm on a diet or I'm not, is not helping. No. Right. Um, it, it is a lifelong journey. It's not like, oh, well, I ate, you know, I ate McDonald's yesterday, so I guess I'm off the diet. No, 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 no. You just ate McDonald's yesterday. Right. Literally, that's all it is. At 350, I want, I asked myself, well, if I get any bigger, um, I'm going to give up. Right. And I'm just going to get bigger and bigger. So I made a decision at that point. Hey, you know, I'm going to change my life. And right. So, you know, we'll put a picture on the screen for people watching on YouTube. Awesome. Um, what, you, you know, and, and myself included, we'll do one of me and one of uh, Isaiah in our, you know, kind of largest sizes. But once again, just because you've you ate some pizza one night and had some beer with some friends one night doesn't mean you're quote unquote off your diet. Okay. It just means tomorrow's a new day. Absolutely. And you, you, you pull yourself up. You know, cinch your belt and be like, okay, well, I'm going to get back to work. Uh, yesterday was fun. I'm glad I had that little blow off day. You know, there's this uh, producer, Caleb, what's it called? The 80 20 principle? Well, it has a couple different names, but um, Zip's Law. Zip's Law, what's called the 80 20 principle. And some of the health gurus I've been following um, adhere to the same thing. And the 80 20 principle, in a quick nutshell, is you get um, so. Uh, 20 or excuse me 80 percent of the benefit comes from 20 percent of the work right yep right right that's okay is that right I think, I think so. huh I think so. what did you call my mom <laughs> no anyway um the 80 20 principle is you actually get uh, the larger portion out of the smaller percentage so the 80 80 80 20 principle and um you know 80 percent of your benefit comes from 20 percent of the work and then the other 
amount of that is just kind of superfluous or is, you know, wasted energy. Right. And you want to focus in on that 20%. And, you know, it's similar to that in our, our working out. Realize that just making small adjustments. So here's another small adjustment. We're going to talk about number two. If you want, look up the 80-20 principle. It's actually like scientifically proven that, you know, 20% of bean stalks or, or uh, what are the green bean stalks, 20% of them yield 80% of overall crops, right? Um, and the other 80% yield the smaller amount. So you get this large amount. Um, here's another second actionable thing you can do to show up. Number one, we're talking about just change one meal. Number two, walk for 15 minutes every day. Six days a week, period. You can take a day rest. Um, I even, I, you know, let's boil it down to even smaller than that. Uh, I, I had read an article and my a friend of mine named Jack said um, he met a per, knew, knew a guy who wanted to become the type of guy who goes to the gym every day. Okay. Right. In his mind, he wanted to be a gym guy. Right. But he was a fat, overweight slob. And he had a coach coach him through the process of, all right, well, then what I want you to do is I want you to buy a gym membership and then go to the gym every day and stand in the lobby for five minutes and then walk out and go away. You're not allowed to work out. And he was like, well, that's ridiculous. Why would I spend money? He's like, no, 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 no. I want you to buy a gym membership, go to the gym, stand in the lobby for five minutes and then walk out and go away. I want you to do that for 14 days, two weeks. Wow. Right. And at first, the guy did not understand what the crap was going on at all. Uh, and it wasn't until later they understand, he understood excuse me, that his coach was getting him to a position where he actually became the type of person who went to the gym every day. Right? It wasn't that he was working out, and it wasn't that he was killing himself trying to get his biceps strong and right. run 100 miles a day. It was that he was just the type of person that could show up every single day at the gym. I, I will say... That was a big hurdle for me. What, what, what was showing up to a gym? I, it was easy to buy a gym membership, right? Right. You know, you go in with all the hopes and dreams, but it took me a while to actually get in the door, right? You know, it's uh, it's kind of it can be kind of embarrassing. Oh, I'm full on intimidated by yeah. gyms. I was never yeah. an athlete. You and I both. I wasn't an athlete. I didn't play sports. You and me both. We were. Getting stoned playing our instruments Correct. when we were kids. Yep. You know, um, I'm going to be straight up real. Played guitar. I, I played drums. Drummer. Um, all we did was get stoned and drink, drink. when we were young yep. and, and that. And the, the idea of going to a gym where, quote unquote, jocks and athletes were, for me, was, it was taboo. Absolutely. And so just walking, just getting into the routine of showing up to a gym uh, was intimidating. And very, but once I showed up, right. I found out, well, no one's really looking at me. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're all yeah. working on their own selves. Absolutely. Oh, there are. Yes. I will admit that there are some narcissistic weirdos at a gym. There are, but right. that has nothing to do with me. Heck no. Or you. Right. You know, in your own journey. And, 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 and let's, let's get this even more specific. You don't have to go to a gym. No. Right. Um, I, I like the idea of him showing up every day at the gym and not working out but there might be this thing of um let's boil it down to even smaller you set your alarm at six o'clock every morning and you wake up at six o'clock and you go outside for five minutes a day for seven days in a row just to be the type of person that gets up and goes outside right and you start there i want you to i want us to start somewhere awesome okay yep and 
then move in. I promise. I promise. I, in fact, I know. Many of us, any of us, can find 15 minutes at the beginning or end of the day to walk around. To walk. Absolutely. For 15 minutes. Well, I know um, we as a family are trying to take a walk every single night. Yeah. After dinner. And it's a great time to bond as a family. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually talk. It's great. Yeah. And here's another thing. So my, my oldest son, okay, Caleb, he's producer here. Hi, Caleb. Raven Adam, you can't see him. Um, he has taken personal initiative. How long have you been doing this, son, the rollerblading thing? A little bit of a break. On and off, three, four weeks. On and off for, we'll just say, call it about a month. Yeah. About a month, right? Um, he's got a dad who's 45 years old and who was a skate punk kid who thinks BMXers and inline rollerbladers were nerds back in school. Does that stop him from even giving a rat's ass about what I think? <laughs> no. He has been going out every evening or every afternoon. And, I mean, he's 19, but rollerblading for how long do you roll it? 20, 30 minutes? 30, 30 minutes. He puts that time and he rollerblades to get himself active um, in, in a city park that's right behind our house and just goes and does that. And that alone gets his endorphins kicking in. It gives him a purpose to go do something. And I'm super proud of him. He's been doing that at 19. And that's a habit that you're forming to do something every day to get yourself more physically fit. And so th- there's number two is just show up and do something. Okay. Right. Show up and do something. Number three. After you have, uh, what was the first one? (laughs) Small changes. Okay, small changes make big differences. Showing up to do something, once you do that, uh, there's no reason why once you get into a small habit is to add to that habit, okay? Um, Is to ramp up and use those small wins to do bigger things. And here's what I mean by that. Uh, Dave Ramsey is, you know, a crazy financial guru. We all know Dave Ramsey. Oh, yeah. We all know Susan Orman. We all mm-hmm. know these 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 crazy gurus. Not crazy, but we know these financial gurus. And let's take some of what they have to say about finances and apply it to our physical fitness. Let's do it. Okay. And this is what – and my wife is super awesome at this. She's so great at this, but she's also a much more dedicated person or disciplined person than I am, right? Um and that is this. Celebrate your small wins. Absolutely. Right? Um, Dave Ramsey recommends in his snowball thing, you know, don't do the logical thing of knocking out the most expensive debt first or the most. Start with the smallest one first. You start with the smallest one first. Pick yep. that low-hanging fruit. Yep. Pick it. You know, go for that one and do it and overcome it. Once again, that's why we talk about one meal a day or we talk Absolutely. about 10 to 15 minutes of walking a day. Right. Master that. Once you've mastered that, then celebrate it. Celebrate it, right? It's a win. Don't say, "Oh, I failed this day," and I like we talked about McDonald's for a day. No, 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 no. Celebrate the wins you have, no matter how small they are. Definitely. And take those celebrations, and then turn them into the next level, the level, the next rung on the ladder, right? So, um, you know, you've got seven days in a row of fifteen minutes walking a day. Badass. High five. Give your significant other a high five. Somebody on the you know what? Email me or Isaiah Definitely. at prepared at gmail.com. Leave a comment below. We'll give on, you a virtual high five. No joke. Yeah. No joke. If you're like, hey, I walked 10 minutes a day, seven days in a row. Badass. Killing you know what? It. You are killing it. Killing it. Right. Celebrate yep. that and then add to that. Add an extra five minutes. Add an extra 10 minutes. 
Okay, do that for another month or two. And once again, leave a comment below and we're going to give you another your awesome high five virtual high five. Definitely. We're going to give you a thumbs up in your comment. We're going to email you back to try and give you maybe some more encouragement because celebrating teeny tiny wins is crazy important and not spoken about enough too. everybody wants to be at the finish line. Uh, but they don't see the journey that it takes to get there, and you don't get a lot of support while you're in mid-run. That's one thing I didn't realize either is that you see people who are physically fit, but you don't yeah. see the journey, right? Right. Right. And so I always felt that, oh, well, I am I just don't have it in me. Right. I'm not gifted like they are. Right. I, I've got bad genes. Right. Yeah. Here, Here's the, the statement, and I think you'll agree with this, is stop comparing your beginning to someone else's end or stop comparing your the beginning of your journey to somebody else's middle journey right or stop comparing the middle of your journey to somebody else's end journey right Right. you we are each on our own journey okay god's got us where we are or we are where we are because of the choices we made and you know there are guitar players who are infinitely better than me they absolutely are but does that mean that i should just stop playing guitar because they're better than me no are you sure I think so. Well, either you know or you don't, Isaiah. No, I'm just kidding. No, it doesn't. It means that I am where I am in my guitar playing journey, right? And it's the same thing with physical fitness. So stop. don't compare your journey when it comes to anything, preparedness journey, physical fitness journey, whatever journey you're on, to somebody else's further along. You know, I've got, once again, friends who have been working out since they were you know 20 years old and they look spectacular and they can bench press a million pounds and uh, you know they got you know 10 percent body fat and but you know what they're so much further along in the journey of physical fitness than i am why would i ever get upset with myself for being not where they are when i'm at the beginning of the race right and you know uh it's it's okay yeah you know it's okay and uh it's a lot of uh, Weight loss is a mental as well as a physical game. Yes. You know, and uh, getting over mental obstacles. And like I said before, just getting into the gym was a big hurdle of mine. Yeah. We were both embarrassed about it. Right. And so. Well, hey, hold on. Let's do this. But you also were able to bring your gym home. Absolutely. So uh, what I did is that I bought a a bench, Mm -hmm. some weights. Uh, I've got an elliptical and I've got it in the garage now. So yeah. uh, I can actually come home, spend time with my family yeah. and not be away from them and work out. Who says you have to pay for a gym? Right. You know, you don't have to. Not at all. No. You know, and so uh, now I work out at home and I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. And um, um, I've actually got my boys who go out there in the garage with me sometimes. And mm-hmm. um, it's a good I'm uh, being a good role model. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, my fourth point about physical fitness and, and wellness is going to be to, um, which this one stings as well, it really does, is to take responsibility for what you're consuming, right. for what you're putting in your body. Okay. We're talking about caloric intake. We're talking about the type of food. Uh, we're talking about how you put it in your body, how you burn those energies, uh, things of that nature. Na- excuse me, nature. Do some research, right? Um, don't get me wrong. Pizza's delicious. It's great. Cheese steaks are delicious. Yep. You know, cheeseburgers are delicious. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, chocolate is delicious. Cereal is delicious. I love macaroni and cheese. Bro, macaroni and cheese is delicious. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I ain't going to lie, 
right? Yep. Um, however, I have learned through stepping out in faith and trying new things uh, that hummus on low carb wrap with some spinach and uh, sun dried tomato turkey breast and delicious olives. And some monster is abs- it's actually really delicious. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Your wife just made us like some sort of Italian-y chicken, chicken with some roasted potatoes. And zucchini. And zucchini. And it was delicious. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, definitely. And I never really realized I liked um, chicken on salad. Right. With Italian dressing for lunch every right. day. And, and I follow one or two health gurus on YouTube and, and some other guys. And once again, the 80-20 principle applies. Like spend 80% of your time eating whole foods that are really good for you. But give yourself some time to drink some beer and have some treats and do some things so you don't burn out on that. Right. Don't because deprive yourself. the reality is, like I said, chocolate's delicious oh, and man, ice cream is good. Yep. The problem is making that the staple of our diet. And the problem is sitting on the couch every single day, um, watching whatever the newest, what's the, do you, I don't know, because you, you would know more than me, but less than other people. What would be the, like, what's the new, what's the Tiger King? What's, what would be right now that people are, you know, I love the Mandalorian, but don't just sit there watching all of right. the episodes of the Mandalorian all at once, eating ice cream and cereal and then go to bed. Exactly. I'm sorry. Like I am going to be polarizing here and say, that's not wise. Correct. Right. Yep. And, but um, to do that on Saturday evening, I don't have I don't have a problem with that. There's no reason why you can't blow off some steam, have a beer or two, uh, eat eat a little bit of food that's good you, know, you like, you like right. some junk food, and eat a pizza, and then you know wake up Sunday morning or Monday morning and get back to work. Right. So do this. You know, eighty eighty percent of the time, be on your good behavior. I also limited the amount that I had as well. So right. if I wanted chocolate, I got a little piece of chocolate right. in single servings instead of yeah. a giant candy bar. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to go 100% with you to yeah. your point and be like, Hey, instead of sitting down with the ice cream and a spoon, I served myself two scoops of ice cream and I was, I was done. Wow. What control? Yeah. Which I'm going to admit. That's awesome. Well, it kind of sucks because yeah. I like I like sitting down with an entire thing of Absolutely. swoon H E B delicious mm. peanut butter pretzel or mint brownie ice cream. Absolutely, it's spectacularly delicious, you know. Um, but once again, eighty percent of the time, hey, look, I think we can all behave ourselves eighty percent of the time, and then give ourselves the twenty percent of, you know, a day and a half, or you know, because eighty. Let's say a seven day work week is a day and a half. Right. Right. Yep. I don't think health gurus are going to tell you what I'm telling you. I'm not saying I am a health guru. No way. We are not. But I, you said something to me a while back when I was like, when, when I saw you after that time period. And I was like, bro, what the crap? You look spectacular. And you're like, you know what? I just cut back a little and listened to my body. Yeah. I just, I just was just paid attention to how I felt and how I responded. To I things. had spent so much time listening to other people say what was the best thing to do to lose weight. Right. And what I really needed to do was uh, take what my body was telling me. Right. And just do my own thing. Right. And, um, and what, and that was just lower my calories. Right. Right. And so let's, let's start small. Yeah. Let's just start with baby steps. Let's start with, you know, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. Let's start with, um, you know, just one meal a day. Like you brought up right. your point. Let's show up and be intentional. Let's, you know, once again, 
I can't stress it enough because it works so well and it's so true that intentionality trumps intensity. Please don't burn yourself out. Don't get down on yourself. Don't believe that you're a failure. It's not about failing and, and being like, okay, well, I guess I'm off the diet now. There's, it's not about that. Nope. It's about long-term growth of your, Absolutely. of your, you know, psyche and your body. Uh, and, and, um, and then the only other thing, the tip I could think is, Hey, you know what? Drown out the naysayers and find one or two people who are for you and want and want to be with you on on a journey. You know, absolutely. You know, yeah. You know, if you're if your mom and dad are like, that's not worth it. Don't do that. Or you got a brother who, you know, just tune out what they have to say and find a person, a family member or a friend who's willing to like back you up and cheer you on on your journey. And yeah, if they don't, like, there's a reason there's cheerleaders on sports teams. Yeah, you know, cheering yeah. on the team. Right. You know, right. so even find if it's your treat later. Even if it's just one person. And once again, we said it a minute ago. We'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We've got a, a, a reason to prepared Facebook group. Okay. We've got a reason to prepared Facebook page. And we've got reason to be prepared comments here in the um, comment section of uh, any of the podcast directories that you're on. And then the YouTube channel for real. We and then reason prepared at gmail.com. We will cheerlead you on. Absolutely. I mean, we've been there. Yes. We're, we're there. We absolutely will cheerlead you yep. on. We're, in fact, we'll like it would like actually excite us to do that. Absolutely. Because if we're able to cheerlead you on in your health and wellness journey, um, in helping point you in a direction on dietary things. You know, I'm just learning a lot about the it's things I'm putting in my body. Um, first form as a company is helping me do that a bunch. I've been talking with Isaiah about first form and what a great company they are. And this isn't a sales pitch because they're sponsoring or anything. It's not a sponsor uh, at all. They're not, they're actually not a sponsor, although I do affiliate links for them. Um, but the reason I do is because as a company, they're freaking awesome and their supplements are freaking delicious and awesome and i in the last 14 days i've seen such a huge improvement using them Uh, but regardless of whether you go buy first form stuff or you do the links or anything like that the point being is to intentionally pay attention to what it is you're eating and and the activity levels you have absolutely because the truth is if if you know a we had a tree fall at a neighbor's house. I keep bringing this up, but, um, and a bunch of dudes went over to help cut this tree up in this widow's front yard and it almost damaged her house and all that kind of stuff. If you're unable to go over there to cut up a tree and split wood, then you're not helping your community. You're not prepping. Um, if you need to evacuate your house, right. And because in, in the event of a flood or a hurricane or tornado, but you can't because you're so physically depleted and mentally depleted. If you get your body strong, mental and spiritual will follow. If you get your spirit strong, excuse me, if you get your spirit strong, if you get your spiritual state strong, your mental and your physical follow. Right. And if you get your mental state strong, then your physical and your spirit follow. They're all interconnected. Correct. And, you know, if some emergency happens where you are put to the test to have to step up to the plate to help other people how are you going to do it if you're not either physically mentally or spiritually strong right i mean i had an aunt who uh bred dogs okay for a living what kind and, of dogs uh, bulldogs english bulldogs oh the snap yeah yep and uh wait, wait, wait are those the people that did the ac for a long time ago who who was that have i ever met them no you haven't oh you know i'm talking uncle about tom. them yeah that's, that's uncle, uncle tom, tom. Okay. Yeah. okay sorry sorry and uh but they bred english bulldogs and they lived uh, next to a little creek that uh, everyone said, hey, it'll never flood. 
It's a little teeny creek. It's a little creek. It'll never flood. It's not possible that Houston or that Texas will freeze over for a week. Seriously. Seriously. Okay, anyway, keep going. So, uh, needless to say, they got a big rain and it started flooding. And they were right next to the creek. It came into their house and they had a bunch of kennels with bulldogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, my aunt was the only one home at that time. And she had to literally take all of the kennels into the attic. Bro, into the attic? Into the attic, one at a time. And um, that's where they stayed. Luckily, the water didn't get high, that high. But um, it got about uh, five feet in the house. Wow. And they were stuck in the attic. And she had to literally take all of the dogs up into the attic. Right. So And she was capable. She was capable. Absolutely. So uh, that's just one... Um, one scenario of, right you know you never know when something's going to happen right and i'm going to take that one step further old school life insurance salesman style right you got an issue in your yard in your house where it's flooding and you need to carry your children out of it yeah look i'm not trying to be a jerk here but let's boil it down to the ridiculous you're a mom or you're a dad and you are forced to do something that is arduously difficult are you capable of doing it no different than when my wife asked me hey if someone breaks into our house okay right. um are you physically capable of stopping somebody and i had to be honest about that and i'd say i i don't know i don't think so yeah. uh and now i'm working toward getting physically capable of of doing what's necessary and educating myself on, in a plethora of ways but but once again starting excuse me starting with my physical body right is it strong enough to handle anything that might come at me from a prepper standpoint, okay? And this isn't about, once again, we talked about it. It's not about being paranoid. It's about being pragmatic. Right. And doing things on purpose. And look, if nothing bad happens, I'm just bet- we're just better off for it. Right? We're just better off for it. I get another 20 years. I get it. Yeah. I get another 20, 30 years on my life. With my kids. That's fun. Right. With my wife and my kids and my community and family. Um, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm better off for it, even if nothing bad happens. Right. Definitely. I, well, it's like literally, what's the downfall of that? I don't see any. Me either. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, once again, be intentional, guys. It, it's totally cool. And we, we genuinely mean it when we say it. Reach out. Uh, reasonably prepared at gmail.com. Get your viral high five. Exactly. Go to the Facebook group. Reasonably prepared Facebook group. Reasonably prepared Facebook page, which is actually under Josh Sparrow right now. That's what it's called. Josh Sparrow. Reasonably prepared. Uh, leave the comments below. We want to know where you're at in your journey and we want to help. We want to, we want to give you attaboys and girls. We want to give you everything, all the tools necessary. If you're wanting to know about supplements, you know, let me and Isaiah know, or let me know what you're looking for through first form. Cause we can help you out with that. And we can help you out with dietary restrictions. Um, as always, we're super grateful that you're listening. I'm grateful that you're listening Isaiah, thanks for being on the show talking about your journey in Absolutely. physical fitness and thanks for 100 me. pounds lost. High five. Yeah. Dude. And however many more you and I are going to lose together. Absolutely. Yep. You know, and so that we can train and, and be better husbands and better fathers and better people in our community. And thanks for at, having me. Dude, dude, it's always good. And as always, just because you're prepared 
doesn't make you paranoid. Be blessed. Have a great night. Peace. Or, or great day. Have a great life. Have a great awesomeness. <laughs> <laughs>